0: start the music category
1: is
2: hey there everyone and welcome to another episode of the shady boots podcast i'm your host abel and on today's podcast i will be recapping rupaul's drag race season 14 parts one and two of the big opening let's get right into this recap Alrighty, so this past couple of weeks have been so good and exciting, y'all. I am so excited about season 14, Queens. You have no idea. So I did the, like, first looks or, like, the promo looks, like, kind of thing. And, y'all, I was, like, not that excited. But these bitches came for blood, And so on today's podcast, I am going to not only be giving you my quick rundowns and recaps of both episodes, but I'm going to kind of react to the um, like as they walk in their entrance room looks and their entrance room kind of. Uh, everyone has, like, a little saying that they give. And so I'll be reacting to that. And so I'm so excited to share that with you guys. If you're listening on the audio platform, know that you can actually find us on our Shady Boots YouTube channel. That The, the link for that will be in the show notes. So please make sure that you check that out um, for sure because you're going to want to see... I there's no holding back these facial expressions, like okay, like I I cannot help it, like literally. And so let's get right in and let's 14. get into this. Let's
3: go. Hola. Ow, ow, ow. I hope you guys ready this late because it's hunting season, bitches. Hello world. My name is Alissa Hunter, and I'm from the beautiful island of Puerto Rico. Ooh.
2: Alright, y'all. So, Alyssa Hunter, right away, is giving me a very native vibes. Her hair looks sickening. I love, like, the, just, I love her hair. Her look, I'm not that excited about. She has, like, a bow and an arrow. Um, it looks very, giving me the show Vikings, and I'm like... Okay, Alyssa Hunter, uh, she is from Puerto Rico. Uh, We also did announce that in the very first, um, like, my little rundown of season 14. Um, This entrance look on a scale of 1 to 10, honestly, I'd probably give it um, a strong 7. It's not bad, but it's not my favorite. So let's see Alyssa into the room and uh, listen to her as the next queen walks in. I have a big reputation in Puerto Rico.
3: I won the four most important pageants in the island. Finally here! Mm, wow. <laughs> Alyssa Hunter, she is a pageant queen, but also she can dance, she can do funny, she is a superstar. Girl?
2: Okay, so real quick, I'll say um, she says that she's like a, like, she does it all. I worry about those queens because whenever a queen says they do it all, I'm like, girl, do you, though? We're gonna find out this season, because we'll find out. Uh, I, I'm like, I'm always just wary of that when a queen says that for sure. Um, I don't know, it's just, I don't, they they always tend to be the ones that flop or let down or disappoint and whatnot, and so I am excited, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know, girl, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, Alyssa Hunter out of drag, very very attractive. Um, I can see her being the trade of the season, but let's see what the other queens come are coming with.
3: Oh, this is caliente.
2: This hunter is ready, mira, to take the crown
3: to Puerto Rico. Let me see, I look good. I always look good.
2: Oh, girl. All right.
4: Let's get out there today and make a difference. My name is Bosco and I'm here to show the world that I'm not just some skanky alternative girl from Seattle. I'm the skanky alternative girl from Seattle.
2: <laughs> so Bosco's look is giving me very much Sasha Valore. Uh, for our listeners, she came out like in a black and white polka dot suit. Again, very like maleficent vibes with like these like um. They look kind of like horns. I'm not gonna lie, very maleficent. But her look is so well put together. It's so well. Fit and um, I like a one-name queen like a Bosco. You know, it's very cool. Um, I do kind of I do like her look. I would say probably about an eight and a half out of ten. Um, and it, I love her t- entrance, like line. She's like, I'm not a slutty queen or sister like, I'm not a slutty queen uh, from Seattle. I'm the slutty queen. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Yes. Uh, let's see what else she has to give. And the next queen, as the next queen enters the room.
3: <laughs> Hi beauty. I'm Bosco. Bosco, nice to meet you. I'm from Puerto Rico. Love it, I'm in Seattle, the demon queen of Seattle. Bosco looked like an angry Minnie Mouse.
2: <laughs>
3: you are the, the devil.
2: No, I can't believe Aly- Alyssa in her confessional had the nerve to say she looks like an angry Minnie Mouse bitch no she didn't oh my god the shade I love it I love it I love it
3: Love this season. I would say so. Ooh. I have a big bag of
4: tricks. I've done like Sylvia Plath spoken word numbers. I've done Lady Gaga, Britney mega mixes. I've done a lot of burlesque. I feel like very like um, if the Teletubbies had a devil. Ooh, like yeah, I think that's yeah, kind of what, that's what we're so going large, for. Yeah. I'm very competitive, and I am saving room in my carry on to bring the crown back with me to Seattle.
2: So, she it doesn't describe herself as the Minnie Mouse devil, but she does say that if the Teletubbies had a devil, she'd be her. And this still image of her, guys, you see her makeup could use some work. Um, but the outfit, I do really like the outfit. I don't know why. It's Like I said, it's giving me very Sasha Velour. I love that. But her makeup is not on Sasha's level at all, girl. Like, no. Here we go. Let's let's continue this fiasco. Yes.
5: Because <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I'm baked. <laughs> America, don't adjust your TV. I'm this fattened person. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Cornbread, the snack and honey, the bakery is officially open.
2: Yes, ma'am. Cornbread better fucking come through with that look, bitch. Cornbread the snack. I am here for this bitch. Oh, my God. I am obsessed with cornbread. Her look, y'all. She is wearing this black fitted, like, skirt. It's, like, leather or pleather. Uh faux lead there. Um with some gold uh zippers, some gold um just accents, her hair's in an updo with like a gold I think that's a gold snake in her hair, girl. Oh yes, ma'am. Very much giving me kind of like Beyonce Super Bowl, like that aesthetic. Love it. Cornbread, bitch, yes! And she's a big girl, but she is snatched her waist. She's like, mm, bitch, let me tighten this fucking belt, bitch. We're going to tighten her, and we're not going to be able to breathe. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. I love it. Cornbread, I am here for her. I love her. So let's continue.
5: Ah. Oh, It is hard for me to put in words how excited I am walking into this workroom. Where are you guys for, bro? L.A. I'm a Los Angeles queen girl. I was born in South Carolina, but I'm like an L.A. drag queen. You are the hometown queen right now. Yeah, that way when they write my check, they just gonna deliver it to me.
2: Yes, man. She is so confident. She said, when they write my check, girl, like, y'all don't even mail it, bitch. Don't. Don't PayPal me. Don't uh, cash at me, girl. You can just run it to my house, honey. Yes, Cornbread. Let's stay with that confidence. We'll see how it plays out for you.
5: So, what kind of drag do you do? What are you a performer? I
3: do everything. I am a very versatile queen.
5: Oh, everything. Now, let me tell you, when people be like they like to do everything, they cut to them not doing everything. Yes, poor bread. (laughs) I'm excited to make sisters. I'm excited to make friends. I'm excited to eat up all y'all craft services. But, uh, baby, I'm trying to win. (laughs) Oh.
2: Oh. Where am I? Bitch. Okay, bitch. Where the fuck are you? Oh, Lord Jesus, this look, y'all. It's Willow Pill. Let me. (laughs) Okay, let me let Willow finish her little thing.
3: Barry Tilden is here.
4: My name is Willow Pill, and I'm an adorably twisted little doll.
2: The shirt says (laughs) angle.
4: Every Willow look is a different story, and this girl just wants money and jewelry
3: and hot dogs. I think she went in the wrong show.
2: Oh, no! (laughs) This bitch, Alyssa Hunter, said, I think she's on the wrong show. (laughs) Same, bitch. I am looking at her, okay, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck what other people have to say. This is not an entrance look, and I know that it's intentional. Like, Angel's felt angle, her outfit, those... Girl. Sh- those flip-flops. <clears throat> no, man. No, man. We're not doing that. We're not doing that today, okay? No, we're not. We're not. We're just... We're not going to do that. And it... <laughs> okay. Okay, Willow. We'll let you continue, Hunty.
5: Willow, look. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, she left her shoes at the hotel. Oh. <laughs> the hotel, they in uh, California. She thought they meant the beach. <laughs> the <cousin laughs> of
4: the Lord.
5: Oh, oh, my God.
4: God. oh my God! I'm the devil to your angle. Come
5: oh. here. I'm Willow. Hi, Hi. Cornbread. I like Hi. those Hi. shoes. Comfy couture. Cornbread. Cornbread. Cornbread.
2: Cornbread. Cornbread. <laughs> 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 she said comfy contour oh my god that is so hilarious i love that cornbread is fucking sneaking them in Alyssa's facial expressions say it all oh my god it's like they're literally reading like my mind oh my god it's so funny
3: you're playing to the nice right now, like Paris Hilton, oh, no, Legally no, no, Blonde. No. This is completely me.
5: Oh, that's complete. Oh, okay. This
3: is your Sinatra style.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. No. Tell us about you, Willow. I don't talk to these hoes too much. I? I have not been in drag in like over a year. What? Because
6: of
4: COVID. So this is my big dip back into drag. So we'll see how it goes. Oh, you
5: should okay. be the most comfortable. You came in here in them fluffy shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not cornbread shading her still, bitch. She said, you should be the most comfortable with them shoes. Girl. (laughs) Y'all, oh my God. This is, again, if you're listening. So, a Willow Uphill came in and she's wearing like a very throwback wannabe like Legally Blonde look. And it is very, not even H&M, girl. It is very... I don't know. Claire's, okay? No, we're not doing that on RuPaul's Drag Race, especially season 14, honey. That wig, girl, brush it out. No. Oh, oh the sunglasses. All right, baby. Well, so what is your aesthetic?
5: I see the,
3: the little angel. Oh, again, baby, what's happening? Just
5: put them in your purse. You got to let that spirit go. <laughs> Miss Willow baby is just a little bit nervous, shaking in her boots. Or
2: oh my god. So she had like these sunglasses on top of her head and they kept falling. And so that's where they're like, just, oh girl, just put them away, please, because you're not doing anybody here any favors. Like, honey, put them away. Put them away, please. <laughs> oh god. Yeah! One
1: thing to say, baby, you already know every kiss begins with a K. Wow. I am Carrie Colby, and I'm here to be your new viral obsession.
0: Okay. My drag
1: style and aesthetic is very... Look at that face. <laughs> big boobs, no waist, big butt. I am wearing the transgender flag colors, so I'm letting people know who I am from my hair down to my toes, bitch. I am white, blue, and pink.
2: Okay, Miss Kerry Colby is a sickening bitch. Her look... Yes. Give me some more, Carrie. I love it. Um, I don't really like the big, like, ruffles, like, on her one, like, like, the big, like, mesh on one shoulder and the, like, the, it just hangs down on one side, like a cape, like a half cape. I feel like it should have been, like, a full cape, maybe. Um, I don't know, but nobody can die, that can deny that this bitch is sickening. Yes. Okay. Let's go, Carrie.
6: Oh my god! The girls are cute. Is like, it's like looking in the sun. It hurts my eyes because she's so gorgeous.
5: Miss,
7: Miss, Miss, what's
5: up? Uh-oh. Thank you. Cornbread is my good Judy. I know her from LA, She's an LA sister. I'm so excited to see you. It's about to be a full on key, honey. Auntie's Anonymous,
3: honey.
2: <laughs> oh not Auntie's Anonymous.
5: Are you doing
3: pageants before? I have
5: not done pageants,
1: but you my drag mother, she Ooh. won Continental. Oh, What's your drag mother? Tasha <laughs> Colby. Tasha Colby. Yeah. My <laughs> drag mother is pretty well known to the community. She's an amazing performer and she is a Miss Continental winner. Hurry
2: it.
5: Oh my God, thank you. Look all you
1: want. I definitely feel eyes on me. They seem to be eating up that Carrie fantasy. I mean, stare some more
5: if you want.
2: Okay, girl.
5: Grab a fork, ladies. Jambalaya is served. Bitch, that's
2: June. Oh, uh, girl. Not Jambalaya coming in this ill-fitted outfit. I was living for Jambalaya in her promo look. Not this girl. I don't know if she was going for this nude illusion top, but it is no one's color. Like, no kind of nude. This bodysuit is a no. The shoes are a no. Her face is beat. Her hair is laid. Other than that, girl, this we should have rethought that, honey. Mm-mm-mm. No, ma'am.
5: Hello, everyone. I'm June Jambalaya. Imagine oh, I like crowd of Megan The Stallion and Phaedra Parks had a
4: baby. That's June Jambalaya. She no. is Southern.
5: Savage, she has on her Emilio. Girl, look
2: at that! Suit. Oh no, not those shoes. All up and through this bitch. Oh, June,
4: oh
5: they don't let you in the damn building, bitch. Oh June and I definitely go back. That's not my sister. Those shoes, I love her. Girl. Super talented and a label whore.
2: She's a, a label whore, but girl. Stuff.
5: She don't care if it fit or not. June to buy it. I see ass. Huh?
2: Oh, the shade. Cornbread said she don't care if it fit or not. Yes. Bitch, <laughs> it don't fit girl. No shaming here, obviously no shaming, but bitch, it don't fit. We need to reevaluate, honey.
5: honey yeah, then. it's not as real.
2: Uh, Okay, girl. Got a country meal in
5: yeah, here, bitch. Yeah, June July you know, and the cornbread. Corn, we eat it together. Yeah, and we Where's eat it on the beach with her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, and uh, in, in the words of Effie White, you're gonna love me. Team Chunky. Baby, stick it in the Snicker, honey. Yes, honey, bro. <laughs> More in the racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What am
2: I hearing?
5: Was that a whistle tone?
2: Hello, mm-hmm.
6: Paul Yes, we've been trying to reach you regarding your cars extended warranty. Stupid. Oh, perfect. Well, then I just have one more question for you. Are you ready, Boots? Opening paragraph. My name is Orion Story, and I am West Michigan's
5: premier fembot.
6: I wanted to start off with a bang, starting up Girl. obnoxious and crazy, and show these girls that I did not come to play.
2: Okay, uh Orion's story came in in like this red sequined, like it looks like a body, like a kind of like a bodysuit kind of her her hair's up. she has like a bandana in her hair. She's wearing this red kind of like robe with like fake like faux fur or feathers on her wrists. She's holding like I don't it's a mess. And then that paragraph that she opened up with, girl, that was not necessary. Mm, Not a fan. Mm -mm. I stopped rating the girls because I was gagged with um, Carrie Colby and her look. And then after her was like June Jambalaya, I'm like, girl, uh, we don't deserve ratings, girl.
5: I, don't worry, it's not a real burger. In and out. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about you, who are you, where you from, and all that good stuff.
6: I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan, the first girl representing Michigan. Nine. So, I'd say I'm pretty campy. I love puppets, I love bright colors. Yes. Puppets. The best way that I could describe Orion's story is if he took Barbarella, put her on a runway in the middle of Sesame Street.
1: I'm the living butt. the silhouette. Body hey,
6: everything. I made everything oh. that I'm wearing. Yes. Love love nice that's like nice
5: I get that a lot she's already the hers
2: we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll come back with a quick rundown of episode 1 season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race the big opening oh, yeah. catch you on the flip side
1: Get to the runway, runway, run, run, run
2: All righty, now welcome to back runway. to the Shady Booth runway. podcast. So now I am going to be giving you the quick rundown of the episode um, one of season fourteen. So this week on the judges panel we have RuPaul, Michelle Visage, and Ross Matthews with special guest judge, Lizzo. Yes, ma'am. I was living, uh, for Lizzo's look. I was like, bitch, no one has looked as good as fucking Lizzo has on this pot on this, like, show. Oh my god. I was gagged. I'm still gagged over it. So... Um, we obviously saw all of the queens and enter the workroom and whatever, but, um, Rue sounded the alarm early and it became clear to the queens that it'd be a split premiere, but what they didn't expect is for him to announce that after this challenge, one of them would be going home or, as he says, asked to sashay away. Kicking off their introductions, Rue wanted them to pop over to the studio for a quick and freaky photo shoot mini-, mini challenge. Capturing the queens while they spun around on the grand final lip sync um, was celebrity photographer Albert Sanchez. While none of the queens were thrown off the wheel, they were thrown off by the dizzying wheel. Impressing her the most, with enough steady to keep her face ready, was Carrie, who won a cash prize of $2,500. This mini challenge is one of my favorite. I love when they do like the photos like the just the photo sessions, like the iconic underwater one. Um, this is going to be iconic as well. Whenever cornbread, like bitch, that she got on the wheel on that, she fucking turned that wheel and it started spinning on its own, like the other opposite direction. She said, Oh, but we're going this way now, honey. It was so funny. But Carrie's photo did definitely looks stunning Uh, i really like this mini challenge i wish they did it more but then i guess it wouldn't be a special so i don't know um for their maxi challenge rue introduced the cnts it is the charisma nerve and talent show she asked that they use the show as a chance to show the world and the judges what it is that they do best Before solidifying their plans for the talent show, the queens met with Rue one-on-one for a bit of a little meet and greet to discuss what talent they might show on stage. Rue was introduced to the concept of competitive jump roping by Carrie and the term Clatchet, Classy and Ratchet, by June, neither of which he had ever heard of. Orion explained that she grew up with a lot of loneliness that pushed her into introspective drag, while Willow's sense of humor came from her own places of darkness. As the queens got ready for the show the next morning, Alyssa surprised the group with the revelation that she'd been playing the guitar, and Bosco explained that the goal with her burlesque routine is to combine sexy and stupid in one act. The L.A. Queens, specifically Cornbread and Carrie, also told stories about when they first met and how they immediately recognized the spirit of one another as their own. And prior to stepping onto the stage, Lizzo surprised the Queens with a visit to congratulate them on the journey they were about to begin and gave them a boost of confidence and energy for their performance, but she was... It gagged, loved it. After Rue's own talented performance of her song, Catwalk, the queens themselves took the stage to follow what couldn't possibly be followed. So, Rue, girl, she is not retiring. I don't care what the rumors say. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Y'all, Rue was showing out, okay? She gave herself a number and she said i'm gonna do this and you're gonna dance around me and i'm gonna do a spin and honey you're gonna eat it up and we did we live for it so uh after Rue's uh performance uh june was first up with an african dance routine while exciting to watch was dampened by a headband that kept dropping to her eyes you could really tell that she let it bother her because she kept on trying to fix it during her dance i'm like girl Pull that thing down and just go. Pull it off. Like, just keep it moving. Like, we... Girl, this is Drag Race, honey. Like, this is... You're at the big... You're at the Olympics of Drag. Like, this is not the time to be fooling around. Okay? So, yeah. Um, the African dance, I really enjoyed it. Except that was a big distraction uh, for me as a viewer, personally. Um, but, yeah. After June... Bosco's burlesque sequence saw her stripping away the petals of a flower-shaped gown until she was completely naked. Alyssa's guitar and lip sync showed a different and edgier side of herself, but as it turns out, she wasn't actually playing the fake guitar. Girl, I was like crickets, like the, f- like what, like what's happening here? Like I don't understand. Like help it, help me make it make sense because I. Girl, you weren't playing the guitar. It was just, like, a prop. You were, like, what? Everybody's confused, bitch. Um, so, after the fake guitar playing of her, Carrie gave us a show of um, a slow rollout of her talent, from generic dancing to Nicki Minaj to an impressively quick and tricky jump rope sequence. Uh, Orion's comedy skip was delivered in the character of a "quote unquote" Trailer Park aerobics instructor, whose punchlines did not hit hard enough. Cornbread presented a lip sync to her own original song "Per Girl," that wasn't the name of the song by the way. I'm just saying "Per," like yes, ma'am, uh, um, and showed off her incredible personality. Willow brought us a comedy skit lip sync to Enya's only time that was supposed to be a lesson in self-care, but was really just a lesson in how to make Rue howl with laughter. Everyone was like, what in the f- Like, (laughs) everyone was so confused, but Rue was eating it up. Um, after the performances, the queens walked the catwalk for the first time in a signature show-stopping drag runway. June wore a shimmering golden and nude jumpsuit with two cape sleeves. Bosco returned in another all-black and horn design. I'm like, girl, we're not doing this, okay? Mm-mm. No, we're not. Quit. I love the like. I liked the first look. Didn't love. Liked, but let's not do that. Alyssa then delivered Southern Glamour in an ostrich feather gown. She looked stunting, girl. This was fucking stunting, but we'll see. Orion had a red and white jumpsuit and capillette that revealed a three-boob breastplate. And Corbred went full Lizzo in a skimpy silver bodysuit. Willow took it mod in a bright green and blue outfit that she called Glamour with a touch of ugly girl. There was more ugly in that touch, okay? Mm. Mm. Girl. Uh, Because there were only seven queens to critique, the judges gave notes to each of them. Ross and Michelle found June's talent meaningful, but took issue with lack of attention to detail in both of her outfits. Ross found Bosco's talent whimsical, and Lizzo saw a spark of comedic genius in her. Okay, Uh, Michelle called Alyssa's talent one note and flat that I agree, girl. But overall, they thought that she showed too many sides of herself when she should have showed her true self, though. They liked both of Carrie's presentations. They thought she could have pushed it up a little further. Michelle thought Orion needs to uh workshop her comedy more, and Ross pointed out that the jokes did not land. Michelle clocked every miss detail of Cornbread's outfit, but Lizzo and Rue defended everything about her and called her a superstar. I agree. I was like, Michelle is reaching, girl. Like. Mm, Michelle is reaching. Ching. Uh, Lizzo and Michelle didn't like the color of Willow's runway look, but they acknowledged that her talent performances was so fun and Ross said it hooked them in. Rue noted that Willow showed the absurdity in things that so many people take seriously and was very passionate about telling her how proud she should be. Um, With after all of those critiques and after deliberating with the judges, Rue uh, proclaimed Bosco and Willow safe for this week and gave Cornbread the congratulations as this week's winner winner chicken necklace to a cash prize of $5,000. From the remaining four, Carrie was called safe and Alyssa given the barely safe spot of a bottom three placement leaving June and Orion as the bottom two this week. To save themselves, the bottom two lip-synced to Lizzo's Water Me. June's caped sleeves provided an added boost to her armography, easily drawing attention away from Orion's wig removals and comparatively lifeless rendition of the self-empowerment song. The decision was a chanté to stay for June, And a sachet away for Orion, whose story is only beginning, Rue says. So, after another quick break, we'll be getting into the second episode of the grand opening of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. So, go get yourself a little snack, a little drink, and we'll be right back.
0: Category is...
2: Alright everyone, welcome back. We're going to get into now episode 2 of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. We're going to be reviewing the video if you are watching us on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio, definitely check us out on YouTube, Shady Booth Podcast. And yeah, we're going to kind of give my opinions and thoughts on their entrance. To the workroom looks and just listen to a little bit of their commentary and make some of my own. So let's go ahead and get going. Yeah. Yes. Hello, this.
1: It is gorgeous like Georgia's. Ow. It is me, the one, the only gorgeous Georgia. Georgia. And I am the little spicy little Latina goddess. Make sure you get the smug, okay, mama. I would describe my drag style as a very Tex-Mex, Latina showgirl realness. My drag is inspired by Latina women, JLo, Selena, it's hella chunty, hella bad bitch.
2: I'm a- I love her look, uh, it's funny, she's like, hello, uh, gorgeous, it's like Jorgus, or whatever she said, it was so cute. Um, uh, I also like her look, and um, now would I say it's Selena meets J Lo or whatever she said? I don't think so. But to each their own. Um, her look is cute for your listeners out there. She is just wearing this red little bodysuit, really cute, nicely fitted. It has like faux fur or fur, like feathers of some kind. She has like long sleeves. Um, on her arms. Her hair are, is very long. She has inches, y'all. Inches, girl. And her hair is laid. She has them in little ponytails. Giving me really cute, Latina baby girl spice. Um, but yeah, let's get back into it. Might be small, but I do pack a big punch.
1: There looks like there's already been queens here. Okay, we got another Latina in here. I started doing drag when I was 16 years old. I became Cute. known as a dancing queen in Texas, a young dancing queen in Texas. It's gonna be a lit-ass season. Let's get litty-titty. And now <laughs> I'm on the <a laughs> Drag Race. <laughs> let's get this party started. Real Post Drag Race season 14. Oh my-
2: It's funny, it's like, let's get litty-titty. Um, you can tell she's very young. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, look at Crystal, you know, uh, Versace, I believe, who won UK season three. Um, (laughs) spoiler alert. But yeah, I mean, age is not, or age or experience, you know, whatever you got, girl. If you you are talented, go ahead with your bad self. We'll see. Georgos.
7: God!
4: All right, season 14, let's get stickin' in. Yo. What's up, bitches? My name is Deja Sky, and I'm here to let you know, embrace the curve, people.
1: She can't.
2: Okay, Deja Sky girls, y'all. She is not giving what needs to be given to me right now. She has, like, this mint green hair. She makeup i don't know what's happening i'm not a fan her outfit not a fan i want to say i did like deja sky her look in the promo um but not this is not cutting it um okay all right deja girl i don't know i don't know
4: my drag is bold it's colorful. I love pastel. They call me okay. pastel princess. I'm you a tell. choreographer for cheer and dance. I love to move my body. I'm big, but I can break it down. Oh my God, bitch, we are here. Good morning, sister. Oh, sister. oh my oh God, sister. so nice Mwah. to meet Mwah. you. Mwah. What is your name? Georges. Deja Sky. Deja Sky. Yes. Bitch, you
1: look good, bitch. Where are you uh, from? Fresno. Fresno, California.
4: It's the armpit. Oh my god. Oh no. Are you a Latina? A lot of people think I'm Latina, oh, but I'm actually black and
1: white. Okay.
2: Okay, yeah. girl. But
4: honestly, the Latin community has taken me under their wing. Yes, ma'am. It's a bingo wing, but yes. it's a wing. <laughs> it's oh,
2: a oh no.
6: Oh, this y'all is just the entry look. I'm Jasmine Kennedy and I'm the ditzy doll of New York City. Please.
2: So Jasmine Kennedy. She's okay. She looks cute. She has this big, very much Alyssa Edwards vibe. But, like, she doesn't have, like, that star, like, quality that Alyssa has. Like, just off my first impression of her right now. um, Her hair is very Alyssa. You could tell her aesthetic is very, like, inspirationally driven from Alyssa Edwards, in my opinion. Um, her hair is purple or drink, her drink, I need a drink, y'all. Her outfit is like a pink, Uh, I don't, I don't know. We're gonna see.
7: This would definitely say
6: my drag is polished and pageantry oh, as it can be. Is it?
1: She? Stoned.
6: My most impressive drag talent is my dancing capability. You ain't gotta worry about a dance challenge, for okay. okay, mama. Five, six, seven, eight, choreo, here we go. <laughs>
2: Okay, another dancing queen. Here we go, girl. Okay, <laughs> let's let's not let's not please. <laughs> oh
7: my God! Oh my oh my God. Goodness. Nice to meet you, yeah. What's your name, Deja?
6: What are Deja Jasmine Kennedy? Like? Gorgeous! I know you, best! I know you. I, I know you are. I am already starstruck because I have followed Georges for a very long time. Georges. you
4: better dance the house down. Are you a dancer? I am a dancer. Are you yes, a dancer? Yeah. Oh, yes, oh, ma'am.
1: Okay, She's a dancing diva, too, so that could be my biggest competition here, not gonna lie. Season 14. Uh-oh.
2: Season
6: 14, we're here, and it looks like, by the looks of it, some of the girls have already I been know. here. We got some cute hair over there. We got some chainsaws.
3: Yeah, got chainsaws?
6: Mother. The way I'm planning on sticking out of the pack, one if it's not for my dance skills and my costume, it's definitely going to be with my personality, and I'm oh so anxious that I cannot wait.
2: <laughs> okay, so we will see if she brings a personality. Um, she's a dancing queen. Uh, we'll see you. I mean, what are y'all's thoughts? Like, what are you all thoughts so far? I mean, definitely let me know in the comments. Um, I'm very interested to know everyone's thoughts so far. And, yeah, let's uh, kind of get right into the next girl.
6: <laughs> you ready to pitch it in, America? The camp queen is here. Oh, she's Uh-oh. on fire. Oh. My name is Manny Morphosis, and I'm Arkansas's most beautiful camp and comedy queen. People will say my drag is stupid in a good way.
4: Funny, clever, witty. She's flame broiled. She's a burger queen. <laughs>
2: So, Maddie Morphosis, um, her look, not a fan of it. She, her top looks like very much, um, Jiffy Lube. I'm about to give you an oil change or, like, a diner type of thing. Her skirt is, like, red and black, has, like, flames coming up. Very, like, not it. Her hair is in, like, a short, like, spiky bob. Not it. Makeup, not it white pantyhose with all of this black and red and orange, not it. Okay, Maddie, let's see.
6: I'm on fire in this beautiful Guy Fieri Girl. inspired dress. To no. my knowledge, I'm the first cisgendered
2: heterosexual man to make it to drag race. Yeah! Okay, so just in case you missed that, because I was, like, gasping and googling, um, uh, she she because she's in drag uh maddie morphosis identifies as a cisgender male straight and it's the first in rupaul drag race history so look at rupaul making history girl and uh, yeah we'll see how that goes
7: hi queen what is your
1: name i'm
6: maddie morphosis maddie
2: morphosis girl that makeup
1: where are you from, babes? I'm from Fayetteville, Arkansas. I have some trade in Arkansas. You
2: nasty oh, man. Oh,
3: God. Condolences. <laughs> I'm sure A
6: lot of these queens have probably even, never even met a drag queen that was straight, but I don't feel the need to clarify like my sexuality. I really want the first impression that the girls have of me to be the content of my drag.
1: How long does it take you to get ready? Uh, I just
6: woke up like this. Oh, yes ma'am. Oh, no. sketch, yes, ma'am. oh, yeah, no.
1: My first impression of Maddie is very, mm, I want to see what else you got.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Same. Same, bitch. Okay.
0: The name's Angeria, but you can call me Angie. Now let's make it shake, honey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My name is Angeria Paris Van Michaels, and I'm the Southern Belle from ATL.
2: Okay, Angie. Angeria Paris Van Michaels is surviving. Okay, I love her entrance look. You can tell she is so well polished and well put together. She seems like a seasoned queen. I am loving her entrance look. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's... Wow, her entrance look is really, really, really strong.
0: Angeria is probably the most glamorous country bumpkin that you will ever meet in your life. I am loud, I am country, but I'm also very polished. Yeah, I just look like a star everywhere I go. OK, mm-hmm. girl. Hey, baby. You a pageant girl? Yes, yes I no, am a pageant girl. You can tell? Yes, I can oh, tell just a so little. can you tell? <laughs> Old school pageant drag. Old school music. That's what I do. I'll balance you to death. Oh, yes, my God. Oh,
6: yeah.
7: I know
0: how to really pull you in and, yeah. you oh. know, captivate an audience. <laughs>
6: oh. I love that.
0: <laughs> I'm actually getting some really, really good vibes, some good energy from the girls. But I know they are looking at me like, this bitch did not come here to play. And they are absolutely right because I did
6: not.
7: <laughs> oh. Hello, you sexy bitches! Oh my god! I am Lady Camden and I am America's little spice girl. Girl power.
2: Okay. Lady Camden. So we have a Latina, like I said earlier, who is giving me a very Latina Baby Spice Girl. And then this one is coming in looking like a, a Spice Girl from Five Below. Or Below, whatever that store's called. Sorry, we don't have one where I live. Girl, that look, this look, it's not it. It looks like it's like that edible candy stuff. Not here for it. Not a fan. I'm not obsessed. Not gagging. Not loving it. So let's see Lady Camden Girl.
7: I'm originally from Camden Town in North London. And now I live in Sacramento. Is that bra edible? (laughs) When I'm in drag, I sort of live in my 90s pop princess fantasy. There's always something that's a little tacky, but just tacky enough.
2: Really? It's a lot tacky. (laughs)
7: Oh my god! I know Deja from back home. We've performed together. What the f- are you doing I'm saying! <laughs> I am so surprised to see her here. I mean, we just haven't had a lot of North California representation work. What's um, your type of drag? I'm sort of like the sixth member of the Spice Girls. Oh, Completely. Bitch. Yeah. Old Spice? Yeah. Old spice. <laughs> I'm Country Spice. It's nice to oh. meet you. <laughs> country Spice. I love that. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Sparta, Georgia, but I live in Atlanta. Oh, that accent It's just really getting my nipples. All oh, well. I love it.
2: Yeah. Oh, we can, my God. Like,
7: find us a room and just talk to each other all day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: That is funny. Um, so they these queens, y'all, it is funny. I don't I'm not a fan of Lady Camden, um, as you may or may not be able to tell, but uh we'll see what she will maybe give or not give. Okay, okay girl. Be ready. Be ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Diabeti and
6: I am your mid Missouri grunge punk rock girl.
7: It's kind of giving me
4: Pikachu a little bit. Oh my <laughs> god. Bitch. My drag.
2: She said it's kind of giving me Pikachu. Oh, same. Sis, same
6: is really inspired by the 80s grunge movement, early 90s. Daya's a rock star, and she's the rock star's girlfriend
4: shoved together with a safety pin shoved through it. <laughs> okay.
7: Hey. What is your name? I'm Daya Betty. Daya Betty, you
4: Oh my gosh, Maddie? Daya. Oh my gosh, how are you?
7: Good!
6: Maddie Morphosis, my Midwest sister. I've kind of hung out with her just a couple times. I've seen her at the club. There is a lot that
2: she has to show us. A lot. Oh. Girl, what are you hinting at? I want, we want to know.
6: Are you George's? Yes, ma'am. Oh my god, my boyfriend
1: is obsessed oh with you. Oh my god, I'm a mess. I'm, I'm
6: pretty mama. sure that you're his favorite drag I'm queen. A so nice to Aww.
4: meet you, mama.
0: Diabetes is giving me somebody else, but I cannot figure out for the life of me who she is giving.
6: I have a feeling you're related to someone who's been on here before, am I right? I am, yes. Uh, yeah. Crystal Method. Ding, there it is. Crystal Method. We don't see drag mom because it ages her, but we're all kind of a little edgy, a little punk. Everything we do is crafty, a little handmade.
2: Oh, girl. And with that being said, we're going to take a quick break to get some tea, and then we're going to be back to give you the recap of season 14, episode 2 of RuPaul's Drag Race.
0: Category is
2: all right and so now we're going to give you a quick rundown of episode two from rupaul's drag race season 14. so after orion's elimination from the very first uh, part of the grand opening from episode one uh the new queens a set of seven come into the workroom and after the entrances they meet with rupaul RuPaul talks about their first mini-challenge with Albert Sanchez for a shoot with a huge bowl of orange Tic Tacs. After directing them through the process, Ru selected Angie as the winner of the $5,000 cash prize. But it was Maddie that found Santino Rice's buried hat in the bowl, a prize some would say in itself. Then Ru presented them with their maxi-challenge. Performing in the CNT's talent show to make a first impression with the judges and to put the drag personality on display. That was gonna be interesting. To help set them on the right trajectory, Rue rejoined the girls later to discuss the plans for the talent show and to get to know them a little more. Uh, you know, in depth or whatever he could. Just a little bit of a sneak peek, I guess. You know, like Rue likes to kind of plant that seed. He wants to see what's up. Um Rue's biggest concern was with Daya, who chose the talent of lip-syncing to the Pink Song, Get the Party Started, seemed unlikely to show enough, or if any, of Daya's own unique perspective. As most people know, Rue is not a fan of the ballet. Um, however, that was not going to stop Lady Camden from showing her strength as a trained dancer with a modified ballet performance. On the positive side, Rue seemed immediately taken with Angie's charming personality and the way Deja reminds him of old-school drag aesthetics. While talking to Maddie, Rue also broke the news publicly that she's the first straight cisgender contestant on the show, a fact that she hadn't yet told any of the girls in the room. Now, this has been controversial online because... People are, like, saying, should that have been Rue's position or spot to say it? Or should Maddie, you know, should Rue have given Maddie Morphosis the opportunity to do it? Um, But I think that it was Rue's way of opening the dialogue about it, maybe. I don't know. Um, But you right away saw the girls' faces, and they were, like, shook about it. They were like, what? And, um... Yeah, it was definitely, definitely interesting, and the backlash, or I wouldn't say backlash, but, like, you know, the Twitter trolls and everyone is, like, they're just, everyone has an opinion, and so do I, and that's why this podcast, but, you know, it's just, like, whatever. Um, The next morning, the girl circled in to ask Maddie about her experience as a straight drag queen. Maddie explained that she doesn't lead with that because she prefers to be defined with the within the art by the art, um, leaving sexuality out of of it. Despite Maddie being cautious about how it'd be received, the other queens were highly supportive and agreed that toxic masculinity is the biggest reason that would prevent straight men from entertaining the idea of drag. So although, you know, like the people that are saying that, you know, um, whatever they're saying about Rue and um did was he in the right or wrong blah 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 I'm glad that this did open the dialogue and the um conversation about masculine um you know like the just toxic masculine masculinity. Um, so, yeah. Um, while they did discuss this, among other things, um, in the mirror, this week's special, special guest judge, Alicia Keys, surprised them by showing face from the other side of it. Through the two-way mirror, Alicia dropped words of support and gave them a last-minute boost of confidence before they hit the main stage for the first time. I have to tell you, I was... Um, really excited about Lizzo, um, uh, you know, being on. Not so much about Alicia Keys. <laughs> I was like, mm, whatever. She's a nice lady from like her persona. Like I don't know her obviously, but yeah. Um, Lizzo is just so much more of a bigger like personality. So, uh, yeah. On the main stage, Rune Alicia were joined by Michelle and Carson Kressley for the talent show and a runway and a. And the runway. Uh, Jorgas opened up the talent show with a lip sync to Dua Lipa in a fringe bikini, doing death drops and splits all over the stage. Jasmine went down the same path with a lip sync slash dance to Fifth Harmony song, doing equally impressive tricks and flips. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, bitches, y'all don't have a talent. Like, okay, doing splits and all that, that is a talent. Like, nothing from, like, serious gymnasts and cheerleaders and stuff. But, like... Drag queens all do this. Like, what makes, what's, what is it about your talent that's making you unique? You know what I mean? Like, what, that's the whole point of it. The CNTs, the you, the you, the uniqueness is missing. Oh, okay. Um Daya took the stage as a third lip sync in a row, sticking with the pink song and dressed in a circus ringleader outfit, but without the dance elements, it was a drop in energy from the previous two. Camden's ballet number was less boring than Rue would have expected because of the up-tempo song, and um, she performed it in heels rather than flats. So she really, 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 like, was like, okay, I'm sticking by my guns, and this is what it is, and she did it in heels, girl. She was like, boom. Um, Deja's uh, cheerleader comedy skit was a change in pace from the previous four, but when it became apparent that the cheer tricks she was teaching were a joke and not a talent, it felt a little flat. Uh, Maddie came to the stage with an electric guitar that she actually played, okay? Not like Alyssa. (laughs) Fake playing a guitar, girl. And even using her tongue to play it, girl, look. what? What? when people say, what that tongue do, she's like, play guitar. Uh, But the slow blues song failed to bring the energy in the room up. Angie closed by lip-syncing to her own original song, an up-tempo track, when that paired with her dancing and finally raising the bar. Following the talent show, the girls walked the runway in the sickening signature drag category, Jorgis opened in an asymmetrical purple ground, purple gown that she tore off to reveal the stone mesh cat suit underneath. Deja arrived in a black lace and blue fabric gown. Jasmine entered in a draped golden dress showing off her body. M- Maddie gagged uh, everyone, including me. I was I have never seen this before. She came in with a Marie Antoinette costume that required her to bend forward under a gown so that it looked like she was walking with, like, basically holding her head. Like, a headless woman holding her head. Uh, it was a lot. Since then, Maddie has gone on TikTok, and she actually showed exactly how she did it. So, basically, it was just, like, a old mannequin piece that she, she put, like, backpack straps on. And then she put a dress over it, and then she put, like, her hands through, and she just did, like, a duck walk, basically, through the whole, like, runway. She did a duck walk. That way, it was, like, more realistic in height. So, I was like, dude, not only was she serving the look, I mean, her makeup wasn't all that great again, but, like, the look in general was, like, sickening. And she was doing a duck walk, I mean, mind you, like, she was, like, her thighs were on fire. (laughs) Um and so uh angie then wore a beautiful burgundy pageant gown while camden went more fun with a peacock inspired club kid look and Dea clothes in a ribbon laced dress that had accidentally spit split in the back y'all mm, that's all i can say In the judges' critiques, Georges uh, earned praise for her beautiful runway look and the high level of energy she brought as a performer in her dance routine. Carson loved Deja's runway look, but across the board, she took a hit for delivering a comedy skit that was not even funny, okay? Like, they did not find it funny at all. (laughs) Um... So the judges were impressed with both of Jasmine's presentations, blowing their minds by her dance tricks and the perfection in her runway look. Maddie ske- uh, succeeded in the creativity and talent areas, but the judges thought she could work on finding ways to raise the performance quality of her presentations. For example, when she played the guitar with her tongue, she held it up and she wasn't really playing to the camera or the judges, so they really couldn't see what she was doing. They just they asked her, during their critiques like well you're playing with your tongue and she, she said yeah and so that was kind of her feedback um camden got points for pushing the boundaries in both the talent and runway shows especially putting her personality front and center michelle called Dea's talent lackluster and rue thought that there wasn't enough of her unique personality on display based on their deliberations rue gave safety to jasmine camden and Georges, leaving Angie as the winner of the challenge. Deja, Maddie, and Daya were the three bottom performers of the week, but Maddie was saved. As the bottom two, Deja and Daya lip synced to Alicia's Fallen as the last chance to save themselves from elimination. The love ballad inspired passionate and emotional, like you could feel it through the screen performances, but Deja's overemphasis in her R movements felt disconnected from the song, while Deja grooved to the music in a way um, that made sense with the lyrics. Rue's decision was that Deja would remain in the competition, calling her a lip-sync assassin. And Daya was the one to sashay away. So yeah, that is it for the episodes one and two of season 14 RuPaul's Drag Race I have to tell you I like I told you in the very beginning was not expecting a lot from this cast I was excited about a couple of girls um not everyone and a lot of them surprised me so far um but then a lot have also let me down like june i'm like what the hell was your entrance look what were you thinking and then all these lip syncs i'm like no like do you want to lip sync for your life because that's what's about to happen um and it just i don't know i my it's crazy because first two like off the bat, my minds have changed so much about people, but definitely my front runner so far is Cornbread, the Snack Girl. I love her, um, and so and I also am liking Angie. She's like growing, like I really I like her like little. She's like Southern Belle but naughty, and then so that makes makes it fun um but yeah that is it for this week's episode of the shady boots podcast if you are just listening to the audio version please make sure you check out the shady boots podcast youtube channel where we now have video and uh, we'll be showing like the clips that we have all that great stuff and until next time guys i will talk to you soon and stay shady my friends
1: category is Bring it to the runway, runway, run, run, r- r- runway, bring it to the runway, runway, run, run, r- r- runway, bring it to the runway, runway.